going on, Bulls Nation? Welcome in to another episode of the CHGO Bulls Podcast. Presented by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO when signing up with your PointsBet account to live your bet life. I'm Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. Across from me there is Will the Goat Gottlieb. Follow him on Twitter at Won't Gottlieb with the double thumbs up. And downstairs hanging out is Big Dave. Follow him on Twitter at Bow B-A-W-L Sports. We got our executive producer, Lawrence, filling in for Joey today behind the scenes for us. Oh, hey! hey, there he is. What up, Lawrence? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> Ooh. Was well, was was that a, I'm sorry. I got excited by the low end theory that uh, Dave just put up, pulled out there. I was like, oh, are we going to talk about tripod plus? Let's go. <laughs> We're I do that from out. time to time, man. I show albums from time to time. That's that's true. That used more. to be his thing. Yeah, it's well, true. It's true. That's a winner right there. Love Thank the you very theory. Much. Great album. Great uh, album. Speaking of which, Dave's gonna teach my uncultured ass about some music today <laughs> when we play an NBA Finals edition of Follow Black DM later on. We're also gonna bust out the Random Bulls generator because it's Fun Friday. But before we do all of that, we got to talk about a pretty epic game one of the NBA Finals that happened last night, gentlemen. Looked like the Warriors were in control heading from the third to the fourth quarter. And then the fourth quarter happened. Uh, first and foremost, though, before we get to that, Will, happy Friday. How are you, sir? I am doing great. Happy Friday to you guys. Um, any big plans this weekend? Dave? And license oh, plates, Matt? <laughs> I don't want to talk about that giant pain in the ass that was today. I, I I don't have a plan. My plan is to ask you questions right now, Will. I have questions. Yes. So I want to know about this uh, other place in South America you went to. Where, where are you right now? We are now in uh, Porto Alegre, which is a bigger city um, north of where I've been staying. Mm-hmm. And just been hanging out, going to some restaurants. Uh, we're going to uh, see some live music tonight, which is going to be fun. Ooh, and then okay. tomorrow we're driving up to some vineyards. Go do Ooh. some wine tasting. So that'll be fancy. Wow. Fofo is like... how they say it in Portuguese. <laughs> oh, wow. Here, man. I love this. This sounds Kefofo. way cooler than anything Dave and or I might get up to in Chicago this weekend. Pretty much. <laughs> we'll bring, I'll bring back some wines for you guys to try. Please that do. That sounds awesome, man. As, and as soon as we're done with this show, I'm heading up to the rooftop. I'm swapping <laughs> this out for a tank. I'm ready, man. I'm ready for freaking Friday. That's called peck wine. That's, that's what that is. You got some peck oh. wine ready. Shield. Yeah. Wine, <laughs> wine that they make out of bourbon. There oh, it is. thank you, Lauren. Ah, that's Allegri little, right there. Little Google Maps here. That's very wow. nice, man. Wow, very oh. vast and beautiful, man. Very, very far south, but mm. uh, yeah, it's a really cool city. I'm enjoying it. The internet nice, is man. crazy. We are talking to you right crazy. now, and you're wow, all the way down where there. he is. Go. My God, that's where he is. That's where the goat is. Wow, you are so far, far away. away You're far away. I don't. I don't like it anymore. You're too far. No, I, <laughs> I don't like. You may, it you may as well this. be on the freaking moon right now. This is crazy. <laughs> That's a long way. It's a long yeah. way, man. But I'm glad you're having fun and enjoying yourself, man, and having a great time there. And it, and it suits you, man. You look great. Thank you, dude. I appreciate you. You're so nice. I, I love talking to you. You make me feel so good. This is why. This is why. I <laughs> I'm just telling the truth. I don't care about the bulls. I just want to hear you give me compliments. I don't know if you guys saw that, but Google couldn't even calculate the directions between Chicago and (laughs) Allegra. Yeah, it's multiple flights. There's no 
Nothing about this is direct shot. There's 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 no public transit oh. way to get from Chicago. No yeah, Uber. I guess, no Uber okay, I guess I, I probably should have selected the airplane thing. It says 13 you hours and 15 minutes. Way. You could drive all the way up the coast, past Rio, past Sao Paulo, up to mm. Panama, and then go all the way up, but you'd be an insane person to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? By the way, I, I just learned Maybe about sharing my and, screen on StreamYard. So this is very down exciting. Your mat and we can do a road oh, trip. yeah. Yeah, that that's sounds a great. We should just find some people to fill in on this show for us for the next couple of weeks. Dave I'm and I, Lawrence, you're welcome to come too. We'll just, you know, oh, okay. find a way down to Brazil. We'll just drive around <laughs> Brazil with, with Will for the next couple of weeks. Brazil with yes. Will. That's a TV show right there. Brazil with Will. Right there. That's your show. It's a podcast <laughs> is what it is. Yes, it is. HGO Brazil with Will. Brazil with Will. <laughs> Brazil. Brazil. This is Brazil. <laughs> Um. All right. So, guys, like, I do want to talk about this insane game one we saw in the finals last night. Um, okay. The first quarter, it was like the, the Celtics just decided to go under screens and not guard Steph Curry, which I thought was a bold choice. Uh, and then you saw the Celtics make an adjustment. I think Curry was held scoreless in the second quarter and then continued to struggle in the second half when the Celtics were starting to, you know, uh, bigs were coming up and, uh, you know, acknowledging those screens that they were trying to set for Curry earlier uh, and attacking him sooner before letting him get to his spots. And then simultaneously, a lot of the Celtics role players just kind of caught fire. Awful shooting night for Tatum. He had a great night handling the ball. I think he finished with 13 assists. But the fact that he went whatever it was, like three for 18, three for 19. uh, Yeah. Jalen Brown stepped up in the fourth quarter and went on a little mini run of his own to bring them back in it. And then it was just like the Derek White and Al Horford show. Like, it was crazy. Mm. What was what was the big thing that stuck out to you guys about how the Celtics were able to completely flip that script going from the third to the fourth quarter? Will, you go first. Well, yeah, I mean, you said uh, the fourth quarter was like a huge swing. The third quarter was, too. It was like a 6.5-point game at halftime. And then mm. the Warriors just kind of like did their classic third-quarter Warriors thing. And you thought, okay, this is going to the fourth quarter – Warriors up 12, let's call it a night early. But uh, then it was kind of like what we talked about yesterday, where it's just like which role players are going to catch fire. Uh, Tatum obviously was not the best player mm-hmm. on the floor last night, last night in terms of scoring. I mean, I think that was clearly Steph, at least through the first three quarters. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was like Al Horford had eight straight points. Um, J- Jalen Brown started the quarter with like an eight straight run. And then Derek White has been just like on fire um, – after being really super cold in the first round. So it was, it was the Warriors role or the uh, Celtics role players that kept them alive. And that's exactly what we discussed yesterday in terms of like, that's, what's going to separate us. Who's going to make their threes. And I think I also saw, um, you know, throughout the game, they were kind of posting some stats and it was like the most threes ever made in a finals game. I mean, (laughs) 19 for the Warriors and 21 for the Celtics is nuts. Mm. That that's insane shot making. It also was a record at halftime. Their combined made threes. I think they had combined to make 20 or 21 threes at halftime, and that was also a record, Dave. Wow. And then in the fourth quarter, the Warriors looked like the Bulls against the Bucks. They just couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry to take Got it there. Shot here. Dang, Will. Good. Sorry to take it. Ow, my pride. Long distance. <laughs> um, from way downtown. From way downtown. He's on fire. It was, you know, I, I have so many thoughts. I'm just trying to pick one out right now. But I guess I'll start in the first quarter. Um, after I watched Steph Curry do that amazing thing, and I thought that was incredible, and then I looked down, I saw the score was 32 to 28. 
And I was like, uh-oh. I was, I, that's the first thing I said, uh-oh. That, that's not good. Usually that's demoralizing. It felt like the Warriors were, if, if I can equate this to, to, to music, they felt like they were like an uh, old band doing a reunion tour trying to do like moves that they used to be able to do, but they can't anymore. You know what I mean? Like trying to do splits and, you know, trying to hit certain notes that they couldn't do anymore. So, cause after Steph usually does that teams go away, you know, after that third quarter run that they went on teams go away, mm. you know, and it felt like they were kind of feeling like that, you know, Steph running away when Clay is shooting the ball, you know, Draymond flexing because he was one of five and he hit, he hit a bucket and they started flexing. And I'm like, the hell and i'm looking at that like yeah that works on other teams but all season long boston has done this especially in the fourth quarter when they get to the fourth quarter they clamp you up like seriously shut you down and then they score and score and score and score some more so their defense kind of fuels their offense so i wasn't surprised to see that i was definitely surprised to see them go like eight for eight or nine for nine for the three-point line Just in the fourth that was absolutely wild, but it wasn't surprising to me that they came back and they won like that. But yeah, it just felt the Warriors like, well, like that band, like, like they, we still got it. No, don't worry about it. You know, even after the game hearing Draymond talk, you know, like oh, Derek White, you know, Al Horford and Marcus Smart, what, 15 to 23? You're like, yeah, you know, that's not, you know, and I'm like, no, bro, this ain't the same. You know, like this is, this is a different kind of thing. This is a different team out here uh, in the Boston Celtics, man. They, they did a lot of uh, – you talked about what we talked about yesterday, Will. Uh, and one thing I talked about yesterday was the bigs. Like, and I thought that that was going to be an issue mm -hmm. for them. And you, it was damn sure an issue. And it was exactly what I thought. Like, Draymond couldn't cheat off of those guys. Like, he had to stay on Horford when Horford was out at three-point line, which opened up the lane so much was why they were able to kick it out to so many – that's why Tatum was able to kick it out to guys like Pritchard and Smart, you know what I'm saying, and uh, uh, Tatum for three. And – yeah, like he's not able to cheat off of people. He's not the, he can't, you know, body against Horford either or Williams or Tice. Like he has to actually stay with these guys. And that's going to cause all kinds of hectic and problems because he can't score those 30 points in 15 rebounds and nine assist games anymore. He's not like that anymore. Um, but I'm not saying it's like it's, you know, out of hope for Golden State because it's not because they are the Warriors. And I think they'll come back biting scratching and clawing man in, in game two and you're going to see the draymond i think that people really hate because i think he's going to be pulling out some tricks <laughs> out of his bag in game two man i really think that like when his back against the wall draymond gets dirty and i think you might going to see that uh against this man it's gonna be interesting uh game two we talked yesterday about how both of these teams have elite defenses and maybe the deciding factor one of the large deciding factors would be which team's defense would continue being elite trying to slow down their opponent's offense because yeah. both of these teams are, you know, a, teams that can find a, a million ways to kill you offensively. Um, while the Celtics were raining threes in the fourth quarter, their defense also ratcheted up a notch and were just shutting the Warriors down. And I think the Warriors did have a couple of bad possessions slash what I would have called bad shots, bad shot selection, but from the 6.05 mark, when Steph Curry had recently, you know, checked back in, I actually think he checked back in early because Steve Kerr saw what was happening with Steph <laughs> off the floor, and it was nothing but bad for the Warriors. He mm -hmm. checked back in with, like, nine and a half to go. But mm -hmm. so Curry makes a little, like, running floater uh, at the 6.05 mark to put the Warriors up 103 to 100. 
The Warriors then did not score again. A single point, not a field goal, not a free throw, nothing until a Clay Thompson shot at 109. Wow. And at that point, the game was already decided because the Warriors were down by 14. Like mm. they went of a stretch of five minutes from six minutes to go in the fourth to one minute to go in the fourth without scoring a single point. And Steve Kerr credited the Celtics after the game saying, you know, they shot the lights out in the fourth quarter. That's true. But what also happened is that the Warriors offense completely saw its wheels fall off. That's what I'm really curious about because the Celtics were a team that had shown signs of struggling to close quarters and close games in their run through the East to get here at home. The Warriors, their offense goes five minutes without scoring a single point in the fourth quarter of a game that they had in control. That was wild to me, Will. Yeah, it was. And I think one of the things that I forgot to bring up yesterday was just crunch time in general and what you would Mm -hmm. see out of either of these teams. So, you know, you're getting solid defense. I think even though the Warriors were giving up a lot of shots, like I, I think a lot of it was just like the Celtics offense was better than the Warriors defense. I don't think that necessarily means the Warriors defense was bad. It was attack the basket, swing, swing, open three. And the Warriors rotations were good, but like the passing was too quick. The ball movement was too good. And the shots that they were getting were too wide open that it was like, and then this is the kind of thing where like momentum starts to take effect where you just like see two or three threes go in and then, you know, your 10 point deficit turns into a tie game and the Warriors call a timeout and then you just take off. Um, mm-hmm. So I think the the crunch time offense game to game is going to be really interesting because as we all know, the Warriors love to get on transition and they love to not rely heavily on pick and roll. They want to move the ball around. They want to get these split actions, these pin downs um, and just cause chaos in the half court. But late in games against really good defenses, that's hard offense to um, like manufacture. And so, you know, are they going to be able to generate enough movement to get those open shots? Last night, the answer was no. And the other side of it, you look at the Celtics who have really struggled in late game situations against Miami, against Boston. Um, obviously they kind of put the, uh, the nets away pretty easily, but even like going back to the regular season, I mean, they weren't really getting a ton of reps in crunch time because they were beating guys by 20, night, 20 a night. So and, and then you saw them struggle with it against the Heat. Uh, the Heat mm-hmm. were in, in game seven, able to like keep hanging around, hanging around, and then cut a 10-point lead into a five-point, and then a five-point into two. And this is not something that you like expect to see out of a championship-caliber team. So I think this is a huge weakness on both sides. And the Celtics mm-hmm. were able to take care of it last night in a way that I think was more reminiscent of their success in the regular season, where they just like got super hot and there was no stopping them whatsoever. So I think game to game, that's going to be a really interesting factor to kind of monitor. Are the Warriors going to be able to generate those half half court points and get their open looks or are the Celtics? Because it seems like both of those teams kind of struggle with that game to game. Yeah. And I think um, the main question for me going forward will be who is going to be the guy who is going to get inside and score on the Celtics? Because if you think about it, guys, in the East, the teams that gave them the issues that went seven games were the two teams that were able to get inside and you can't stop Giannis. Giannis is going to get inside and do what he wants to. And they couldn't stop Jimmy Butler. Once he figured out I'm going inside and I'm doing that, he, Jimmy Butler, he might not be have the height, you know what I'm saying? To go against seven footers, but he's got that physicality, you know what I'm saying? To go inside and take that punishment and still score and get to the foul line. Who can do that 
on on this Golden State team. And that's what I'm looking at because Steph, he can get to the bucket, but that's obviously not his thing. And Klay Thompson, he's not going to do that. You know, he's, he's going to shoot the bucket. I don't know who they have because it's going to have to be on guys like Wiggins, Wiggins. Who, I told, who I told you wasn't going to do that You know, because it, he's not a physical dude. It's, he, he got away with it last series because they didn't have those guys in the paint. So he was able to get down there and do that. He's not going to be able to do that uh, in this series, but it's going to have to be, you know, someone like him, like Matt was uh, kind of alluding to. It's going to have to be somebody like him. Um, he's going to have to figure that out because they need that. I think that's kind of where – that's kind of what I'm talking about is, like, that's where the Warriors, when they're rolling, are at their best is actually Steph getting to the rim because of all the pressure that defenses are putting on him to go over the top. He's able to get these driving lanes. In the half court late game, it's going to be a lot harder to do that. So to your point, who's going to be the guy that breaks it breaks down the defense in half court? I think in the past you've relied on, obviously, Kevin Durant when he was there, but also right. these Draymond Steph pick and rolls. But – I, we didn't see a ton of that. And then also, Matt, to your point, like the way that the, the Celtics adjusted to bringing now Robert Williams and Al Horford to the level of the screen as opposed to mm-hmm. dropping way back, uh, th- that just gave the Warriors a lot of problems. I think they've seen that in the past, and they, it just kind of like crumbled last night. It totally unraveled. So um, I would imagine they're able to, you know, tweak some things and adjust to that in game two. Yeah. Um, I- Wiggins did like have a fine night, eight of fifteen, uh, finished with twenty points. Mm-hmm. Um, the person that to me looked the most like a fish out of water because we talked about all of this finals experience the Warriors have collectively with that core of Steph, Clay, and Draymond, and you know even Iguodala who got got into that game for a while last night, and then this Celtics team that has collectively zero finals experience. And maybe that being an edge for the Warriors coming into this series, Jordan Poole, who has had a phenomenal year and has been an amazing story this season, but he he looked like a disaster out there yeah. on, on both ends of the floor. Uh, was not very aggressive trying to get his normal looks offensively. Just two of seven, one of five from downtown. And it was pretty aware when he was getting cooked on the defensive end. I think there was one... Uh, Jalen Brown layup in the fourth quarter when things were starting to fall off for the Warriors, fall apart for the Warriors, where one simple little hesitation move and Jalen Brown blew right past Poole, who put up basically no fight whatsoever. And you can see in the shot uh, that somebody posted on Twitter that Steph Curry is 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 in the shot and he's trying to help once he realizes that Brown has blown past Poole but you could see Steph's frustration in the shot of him looking at Jordan Poole being like, really? It's like, that that's the effort that you just put forth? Like, it's yeah. the fourth quarter of the finals, and you just let that dude skate past you like you were a freaking traffic cone. I, I don't know. Too where, Go ahead. There were plays, too, where I remember one specifically where the ball was reversed to the corner, and Otto Porter was just, like, standing there and just yes. had no idea where Jaylen, like, the guy yeah. kind of drifted from the wing to the corner and hit a three. Yep. Like yep. those mistakes just can't happen. I think in the past you've had lineups with Iguodala, Sean Livingston, Kevin Durant, mm-hmm. Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. Like those are five plus defenders, if not like elite, elite defenders. They don't really have that anymore. And so if Jordan Poole isn't going seven of 10 with six made threes in a game, is he going to be able to stay on the floor? We didn't see yeah. Gary Payton last night. Uh, that could be something that, the uh, the Warriors go to to try to slow down a guy like Derek White, but True. you know it's it, it makes me wonder like how 
are they going to get stops late in games and how are they going to get points? Obviously like that's, you kind of need to do both of those things if you want to win games, but it just seems like the Celtics are maybe a little bit more equipped to do that, especially in this matchup. Yeah. And having two guys that can do anything Thanks, on Joey. the floor, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> having, having two guys like that. I miss you. Oh man. It's like, Jalen or, or or Jason can re- literally do anything, you know, on the floor. Offensively, I'm talking about. They literally can do anything on the floor. And to have two of those guys like that is it's terrifying because who do you guard? And it used to be – and I talked about this when the Warriors started the playoffs. And my, my concern was Klay Thompson. and Not his shooting, but his defense. I was like, is it, will he be able to be somewhat of the defender that he used to be? And he's going to have to be. And it doesn't look like he can be. But something's going to have to change because they have two of them dudes. And so when one is just dishing out 13 assists, the other one is carrying team scoring-wise. And there's really no way to really combat something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you're getting it from both ends of, you know, of the spectrum here. And once Tatum figures out his shot, it's – God, that's, that's, yeah, that's that was really, the other really scary. Thing was like, you kind of hit on this, Dave, is like the Warriors were able to take their lead in the third quarter – and get really hot when Steph was playing Steph caliber, MVP caliber basketball, and nobody else was really chipping in. And then on the other side of that, Tatum, their best player, did not have a good shooting night, but everybody else was able to chip in. So you feel a little bit better as the Celtics, like, okay, we'll get a little bit more from Tatum, if not a lot more. And hopefully, you know, the contributions from Derek White and Horford and Marcus Martin, Jalen Brown will also stick around, which is a lot harder than uh, for the Warriors to get like, okay, Clay, where are you? Is Jordan Poole going to show up? Like, where are we going to get these points here? Because yeah. uh, obviously Steph has has been the one that defense is really locking on for his whole career. But the Celtics, again, are just this super long, super athletic team with rim protection who aren't going to have their bigs played off the floor. Like, I just, I don't know. It's it's tough to imagine them scoring late in games. Tough. Um, shout out to juniors in the comments who said, I hate the Celtics, but I really like Al Horford. He's such a pro world-class. So I'm happy for him. I mean, what, what, if, if the Celtics do find a way to win this series and win the chip, what an incredible story for Al Horford, who I believe I saw the stat, uh, as the game was winding down last night, six of eight from behind the three point line on his way to 26 points, most made threes in a NBA Finals debut game in NBA history. Al Horford, six of eight. Oh, and by the way, right there behind him was his teammate Derek White. <laughs> five of five of uh what was he? Five of eight? Five of six? I mean crazy. Dude, five, that yeah, three, five of eight. That three Derek White hit was for me the, the most demoralizing three of that fourth quarter. Whew. And when he hit that right in Steph's face with the clock running down. They... Yeah. Go they ahead, had man. the rotation on that one. They yes, had it. <laughs> they were there. And it was funny watching Golden State act like how other teams act watching Golden State. You know what I'm saying? Like, when they were hitting those three Golden State, like, how the hell are they doing this? And I'm like, yeah, that's how it feels. Like, it feels just like that. Like, how taste the hell are y'all doing medicine. that, man? Yeah, don't taste right. Don't taste good, man. But, again, this is a championship team. They got days to get it together and figure stuff out in another game at home. And I expect them to come out with a more, you know, uh, controlled effort. You know what I mean? Not not just do a little bit and then, you know, relax. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I expect them to be more controlled and consistent in their effort. 
it took, I mean, the, the third quarter obviously kind of went this way as well, but like it took an incredibly, I mean, I would even say that was like a historically good fourth quarter from the Celtics. I mean, they were, I think yeah. eight of eight during real minutes and then they missed a three when, when uh, things had gotten out of hand. So they were just like outrageously hot and scored 40 points in the fourth quarter. And the Warriors on the other hand scored 16 and did virtually nothing for six minutes in the, in the bulk of that game. So you also kind of have to look at that and say, well, maybe that'll kind of even out. Like the Warriors can't be this bad and the Celtics maybe not this good. So I do think up until, I mean, the first half was really competitive. The second half was like swinging back and forth. But I do think this is still going to be uh, a really, really competitive series. I'm I'm still t- I'm still sticking with Warriors in seven. Um, Celtics have been a great road team in this playoff run have not been a good home team. So it's weird. Ta- taking home That's court true. between these two teams, I honestly don't think matters all that much. I really don't. That's a don't. great point. Great um, point. All right. Now we're going to move on and play some random Bulls generator to kick Woo. off our weekends. Uh, but before that, Big Dave, tell the people yeah. if they missed out on all the fun using points bet for game one, that we got game two on Sunday, baby. Oh, the gambling. Get into it. I know I finally played some bets. I know Matt is proud of me about that for actually placing some bets. You know what's funny, Will? The things I want Matt to do is, like, eat better, you know, be a little healthier, you know, a little bit longer. Matt wants me to, like, eat meat, drink more beer, and gamble. <laughs> Those are the three things Matt wants from me, man. And Have I'm giving him fun. one. <laughs> I'm giving him one of them things because I put some money and I used it using points bet, and I used that code CHGO to sign up because when you do that, just like I did, you'll get those two risk-free bets up to $2,000. And that's not it, though. Because if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of that web content. And you'll even get a free T-shirt of your choice from that CHGO locker. That's 2000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making more than a $50 first-time deposit at points bet. And also, live NBA, same game, parlay. For the first time ever, you could build the perfect live NBA same game parlay. You can do that only with points bet. You combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. And if you want more, because I know you do, shout out Joey, you can also boost your live same game parlays. You can watch live, parlay live, boost live, and partay live with points bet. And for all you people in this wonderful state of Illinois and this beautiful city of Chicago, and I know Will all the way out there in South America, but he took care of this when he was here. In Chicago, he downloaded that points bet app right now and registered his account from start to finish, and he did it all from his phone. So what are you waiting for? Because once that game starts, you don't just bet. Will the thrill tell him what you do? Live your bet life. Lawrence, do something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. What can I do? I don't know. I could uh, change this logo to make it smaller. I don't think that's what you want me to do, though. Wonderful. But I'll say this. I'm going to finish that ad read for you. Yeah, okay. no problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. I've been practicing. I've been doing the ad reads on bets because there have been a lot of days where I'm filling in on air, which is kind of weird. But, Dave, you know, I try to be you when I do these what? ad okay. reads. And, Why is that? Yeah. Because I, I, you're the goat. best. What do you mean? You're the goat. No, why, why did Kobe steal all of MJ's moves? Come on, you steal from the- yes. <laughs> What he said, no. exactly. <laughs> so, Just be Lawrence, I, man. Lawrence is good enough. Well, 
Yeah, you know, I'm trying to get that points bet read going on the bet show. And I, I almost jumped in and said, Dave, you know, you could let your breath just take, take a breath. And I was going to do it. <laughs> but then I, I figured I should do it. I should let you do it. It's, it's your it's your world. I'm just You're so kind. You're so kind, Lawrence, man. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. Oh, and yeah. shout out to my shout out to my brother in the comments, man. My brother Phil's in I was the gonna comments. ask, is that, is that your brother? What up, Phil? That's, to, no, that's my other brother. Shout out Will. to Phil. That's my other oh, brother. Got I got a one. family, Will. I got a tribe, baby. <laughs> I got a tribe, Will. I got a tribe called Team, Watson. Team Watson. Come, come <laughs> I got a tribe. We roll deep. <laughs> do you guys do you guys perform like a cover, a cover band style for Tribe Called Quest? Hey man, you know we all musical family. You know That's how true. I roll, man. We we That's down with true. the music. Did not man. say no. That was not a no. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. You guys want to play Random Bulls Generator? Let's do I it. Do. Yeah, this is where I get scared, but we're gonna see if I can follow Joey's lead and yeah. do this. Uh, so oh. anybody tuning in for the first time, in case you haven't uh, been with us before, this is real real simple game. Each of us picks one Bulls player who technically at one point wore a Bulls jersey and wore it while playing an NBA game. Uh, and we try and see if we can stump uh, the other gentleman into not being able to guess who that player is by looking at a picture of them. Hmm. Um, and it's a lot of fun. I, I know I, I got a great one for you guys. I'm thinking maybe, Dave, you might be able to guess mine today. But okay. um, that's it. Those are the rules. Random bull from Bulls franchise history. Let's see if we can stump each other. Uh, and, and so we all just send our names to uh, Joey, or in this case, Lawrence. And uh, so we don't know. All we know is the one that we picked. Who wants to go first? Oh, three will go I mean, Okay. He is ahead of us. Cue, like, yeah. you know, cue it up. In Brazil. Cue it up for me, LB. <laughs> all right. So let's see. All right. We're going to pull the lever down. You guys there ready? There goes the random there it is. Oh. Oh, wow. All right, so this is old school. Is that Ricky Sobers? Who is that? Um, it's not Sydney Green. I'm giggling <laughs> over here, by the way. I cannot wait for you guys to make a guess. Mm. I thought you were going to be able to get it real, real quick. I mean, he looks so familiar. Great, oh. great picture choice, Lawrence, by the way. Yeah, well, yeah. There's not that's many options actually like in the world. 80, that's like 88, 89. Right. I was going to say, the picture screams 80s his hairdo and his facial hair screams 80s i'll say this i believe but the that's... tattoos don't say yeah. 80s though right that's what that's that's what no, 80s. no hints lawrence and it's okay. and it's the bulls printed <laughs> across the chest all capitals it's not the old chicago script. yeah with with a nike symbol on it yeah. too so that's super Matthew, duper I, you gave yourself you gave yourself a hint there he, he does have bulls across his chest oh dear god <laughs> oh dear lord wait what is this somebody who was like an assistant coach under Jim or something? No, it was pre pre Jim, pre Jim, pre Jim. Well, that's not Adrian Griffin because he don't have all them tattoos. How is Bulls across the chest a clue? I don't know. I that's a that's lot not, of. Tattoos. I, I was thinking he was Jim, but that I guess that I was. Uh, well, he has to be from to the two. I mean, because that's a lot of tattoos, and that has to be after Rodman and after Allen Iverson to have that many tattoos. <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a good way of figuring this out. I think. Right. So he, I'm I'm gonna say he was on those trash teams, and man, I don't know. I don't know, Will. I know he's on the trash teams. Dude, I I got nothing. 
He looks, I, his face looks so familiar, but no names. I, are I guess the hint is right he now. played. He was a G League player. He looks like a. Like so he, was in the, he played. He can played, I give uh, a hint? Yeah. Sure. Okay, so you guys, this is kind of fun because you guys have sent me these very random ass players, <laughs> and I am very proud of myself. I was three for three in knowing what school they went to. Okay. So can I give you the college that this player went to, and would that be too much of a hint, or is that? No, that's not too big of a hint. Okay. That would Since... not. That would not help me very much. So. He is a former Bearcat, oh. Cincinnati. NC. Yeah. Hmm. That didn't help that's, you guys. That's not no, Sean not Kilpatrick, is it? <gasps> it is. Hey! That was technically your first guess. So congrats. That, that was my first guess. Boom. Yes. Wow. Got him on well, that. So he played eleven games with the Bulls. Not very much <laughs> of a not very I much count. of a career. But the reason I selected him is because he had a big impact on the draft in twenty eighteen. Okay. And I want to bring this up to infuriate myself. So I'm going to. <laughs> yeah. um, we called him Sean Kill Draft Pick. <laughs> Sean there Kill Draft Pick. He played 11 games at the last 11 of the season and came in and just somehow averaged 15 a night on the Bulls. <laughs> I'm sorry, nine, nine games. And by the way, he is like the, the – Earlier on in that year, he had bounced around a little bit. He, he averaged six points total on the season. So, like, this is not a player who's, like, actually playing meaningful minutes. Averaged 15 and uh, won the Bulls three straight games towards the end of the season. I have this somewhere. Uh, game 76 against Orlando. Game 77 against Washington. And game 78 against Charlotte. Okay? So, the Bulls' record that year was 27 and 55. And they ended up with the seventh pick in the draft, but they ended up sixth in the standings. So they had the six best odds to get the first pick. Mm. In front of them was Orlando, two games ahead of them. If they would have lost that game to Orlando, there's one game between them. And then the Hawks were one game uh, ahead of them with 24 wins. So there's a world if the Bulls lost all three of those games that they move up to the third pick in the draft. And you know who was picked third in the draft in 2018? Don't do that man, thing. Luka Doncic. Don't do it. So Don't that do was my this. whole life in Oof, 2018 was just God. praying that the Bulls would get Luka. And ah. Sean killed draft pick. Dude, no wonder I, like, I did Ooh. not recognize his face. Like, I recognized it, but not with a name. Because well, I've probably was... done my best to erase Sean yeah. killed draft pick. From my memory because it also at the time made me furious will that this <laughs> random scrub nobody came in and was winning games for on the a bulls 10-day contract that they like, should yeah. have been losing and yeah. i had to listen to some of these bulls fans who were like it's still just nice to win one doesn't matter that the season's been over for three months and we're royally shooting ourselves in the foot Thanks, can't will. you just cheer for a victory thanks will I just need to get it out. You guys understand me. I need to get it out of my system. Seriously. All right, let's oh, skip man. to the next guy. I'm done. Ah, I'm done with Sean, Sean Kirkpatrick. Pictures oh, were not. need to talk about him again. There were not oh, a lot of pictures man. of Sean Kirkpatrick. There were not. I'm shocked. There weren't a lot of photos I love of that him. They immediately yeah. said he was an '80s player. That was a very tricky. Well, yeah. That, so yeah, the yeah, hair was a little bit. Face. 
Yeah. yeah. He clearly did not get rich enough Mustache on a 10 forward. day contract to actually go to a barber shop. That's, right. that's right. basically why he looked like a player from the 80s. Yeah. And, but it was the tattoos that, and that gave it yes. away. The tattoos and the Nike symbol. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. <laughs> that was good power of deduction. All right. Who's next in this wonderful game that we're playing? I'll here? go next. I'll go. All, All right. right. Okay. So Dave just Big pulled game. that lever down. Y'all should get this one. Y'all should get this one. Wow. Wow. Come on, baby. Y'all know this. Is that uh, Felicio's fatter older brother? (laughs) (laughs) Just cruel. Oh, Oh, he looks really familiar. Yes. Also looks, uh, well, I can't really see if there's a logo on the jersey. You're right. It's being it's being blocked. You're right. It's, it's can't blocked. Tell. Come on. But I don't think he's a recent player. Mm, uh, guess is he? Guess oh my god. I'm scouring basketball reference. Hang on a second. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Okay. Man. I once again I recognize the face. Names are failing me. <laughs> Names don't fail me now. Uh, do you uh, want me to give you a school? Want the I'll... college? Well, Lawrence, please give them the the college. Uh, can, I get the, can I get the country of origin? <laughs> uh, oh, uh, UConn, UConn is the college. That's not Ben Gordon, is it? No, <laughs> oh, my God! That, I'm that gonna is say That is me. Matt, any I choice? Mean, how I dare know, you man. disrespect Ben Gordon like that? I... We got we got a shout out in the chat that someone got it right. So looks uh, looks looks like Anthony Anderson. Um, <laughs> wait, kind of does. You're right. Khalid El Amin. Yes, Juniors. Khalid El Amin, sir. That is exactly who that is. Congratulations, Junior. Very wow. good. Great job, great job, sir. You know, but Khalid nice. El Amin. Yes, uh, my brother Craig, he was on that Eddie Curry team. He drafted in 2000 yeah. on that team with uh, Eddie Curry. And he was a second-round pick, if I'm not mistaken. I believe he was a second-round pick. And I do believe he was on that national championship team at UConn that he was on in so. 1999, who was also on that team because there's some bulls ties here. Rip Hamilton. Rip Hamilton, right? Yeah. And Jake Voskel. <laughs> I don't know if who also came out and was drafted the same year oh, Elamine were. And he had one year with the Bulls. Zeke Bosco is a random bull, like if like you've never seen before. But what's fascinating about Khalid Elamine is, is that this is his NBA page. It's just a blank, there's not even a photo of him. <laughs> like he spent one season in the NBA, but he ended up having a 17-year career because he went overseas. And was the man <laughs> overseas? I mean, the man. Let me read you some of his some of the things he did overseas. This is starting from two thousand and five. He was a three time FIBA Euro Cup All Star. He was a BSL All Star Game MVP. He was a two time BSL All Star. He was a Turkish Cup Final MVP, a Turkish Ooh, Cup Turkish winner, Cup. a two time Ukrainian Cup winner, a Ukrainian Cup MVP, an A one League Champion. A two-time Ukrainian league champion, a LKL All-Star, an All Euro Cup second team, 
He was the top scorer in the Euro Cup, and he was the all BBL second team. That was his, he was the man over there, dog. He absolutely balled out. And then I believe he went into a coaching career uh, after that, if I'm not mistaken. Let me mm-hmm. look and see. But I, I do believe he, he had a short, uh, or he's coaching like as far as like on the uh, high school level, he was a coaching. But before that, he was also doing the uh, analyst for uh, CBS. He was doing a college game analyst for a little bit. So he had a full career, even though spending one his, uh... year. In the NBA, one. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at his uh, basketball reference page, and this is an interesting little tidbit that I have for you on him. Sure. He played only one year in the NBA, as you said, with the Bulls. That was the only team he played for. And yet he made more than half of his money from the Dallas Mavericks. He signed a free agent contract with them, didn't show up in any games, but made $465,000 from them compared to only 316000 from the Bulls. Wow. He showed up, never showed up in a game. Wow, awesome. was that when, when did Cuban when did Cuban buy the Mavs? Before that, right? <laughs> That's a great question. So that was that that was a Shark Tank oopsie on Mark Cuban's part. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and because of that, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, wow. yeah, I don't know if it was around the time. Maybe he did have them. I don't know, but Lawrence can find that. Let's see. But, Let's but see. I he, don't know. On January fourth, two thousand. Cuban purchased a majority stake in the Mavericks for 285 yeah. million from Ross Perot. I don't know if you guys are aware. <laughs> I knew that part. I, for, no, I, I that forgot part. the Ross. Can I get a word in? Oh, oh can I get a word in? Yeah, come on, that's like David Carvey's. Yeah, can't, can't finish. Let me finish. Nineteen was that? Nineteen eighty-eight. I don't know what yeah. year that was, but you wow. got a better idea. I'm all ears. Presidential <laughs> candidate. Yeah. Yet the man had large ears for those young yeah, yes. things. Tell Will, Will, Will doesn't Will. know anything that Will said right now. Please, no, he was. I'm, my eyes are glazed over. <laughs> yeah, we can tell. <laughs> oh man! Oh my God! Well, that, that is, was awesome. I love this game because th- those are names that I have not heard in a while. Yeah. All well, right, well, we got one more. Let's one more. get to Matt Pax, right? Pick it up in that letter. Yeah. Yeah. We got another big boy. Oh, what? <laughs> Richard Jefferson with hair? Look at that tattoo. That is a creative player if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Number 35. What is that? I can't even tell them. Is it 25 or 35? Either way, I wouldn't know it. Um, uh, I, I will I you guys you, just created give you that. That is a clue. It is, it is, it is 35. He's wearing number 35. That's a good Wait, clue. was he on the teams that were trash? Like, Which, on, like, you'll have to be more like specific. Early... <laughs> I'm talking about like the, the Tim Floyd years is what I mean. There is it was a Tim Floyd. Okay, there's a chance. Um, he was coached by Tim Floyd. Okay, I might. I'm, don't I know look in the chat because JR's no, already not, got it. I'm, I'm on got the it. private chat. I don't even look at the chat on these. Okay. I go in the okay. private chat on these. Um, is it Dedrick Willoughby? Wow, it is name. not, but I love that name. That's a great I know it's guess. listen. I know it's not a guard. I know that because no guard dribbles like that. <laughs> that's that's not a guard. That is not a guard. I, I guarantee you that's not a guard. Um wow. I don't know. Okay, give me the college. Give me the college. Oh, he is Maryland. from the University of Maryland, the ACC oh. school, if I will. Damn it. Um, 
Oh, I know who that is. Look at look at Big Dave's face. I know who that is. Actually, had a pretty darn impressive. Should be can Will find him on Basketball Reference before Dave can guess him? (laughs) That's what the rules of this game should be. Dude, I know who that is. Had a pretty impressive career at Maryland. Oh yeah, I know. Um, fuck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Was he? Did he? Was he on the national title team? It's like his name is like Lenny or something like that. Lonnie Baxter. Lonnie Baxter. Yes, Lonnie Baxter. Yes. Lonnie freaking Baxter. Yes. Yes. Lonnie Baxter. Yes. Yeah, we had a couple of correct guesses in the chat that time. And quickly, JR's super fast got that. Yeah, kudos to JR's who was drilling that. Uh, Desmond had it as well in the chat. Wow, a couple people had that. Baxter. Uh, Second round pick by the Bulls in 2002, 44th overall. Here's the. Okay. Couple fun facts about Lonnie Baxter, his Bulls okay. slash NBA career. Uh, played in the NBA, spanning four seasons. In those four seasons, he played for six teams. Uh, he <laughs> found his way to the Bulls in the draft because that second round pick the Bulls used uh, to draft him was included in the trade with the Pacers at the deadline in 2002 that sent. Travis Best, Norm Richardson, and Jalen yeah. Rose to yeah. Chicago for Ron Artest, Ron yep. Mercer, Brad Miller, and Brad Kevin Miller. Ollie. Yep, I remember that. <laughs> then, turn around, another quick trade, traded by the Bulls with Danielle Marshall and Jalen Rose to the Raptors for hmm. Antonio Davis, Chris Jeffries, and Jerome Williams in December of 2003. Waved by the Raptors. Claimed off waivers by the Wizards. Get this. Taken by the Charlotte Bobcats in the expansion draft. Shout out. Ditched by the Bobcats. Signed in free agency with the Hawks. Ditched by the Hawks. Signed in free agency with the New Orleans Hornets. Ditched by the Hornets. (laughs) Signed as free agent with the Houston Rockets. And then the final transaction of his NBA career. All comes full circle, baby. Traded by the Houston Rockets. Back to the Bobcats for Keith Bogans. Keith oh. Boogie down. Well Keith done, Matthew Peck. Bogans. That is a, a full journey. circle, ladies and gentlemen. What That's an NBA journey. journey. <laughs> Not about the destination, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it's about but the journey. He was an NBA uh, NCAA champion with uh, Juan Dixon he, in, in uh, Steve Francis. In Maryland. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Juan or Dixon what? was a beast. Yeah. <laughs> So, learn man. something new. There you that go. That is awesome, man. Wow, Every that was day. awesome. That was awesome stuff. Good job, guys. Well, and good done. job to JRs. He was he was all over it in the chat. Yeah, and great job on the pictures, man. So, uh, oh, that's yeah. all, well, Joey. That's Joey well done on the pictures. Well done, Joey. So Joey well slash we Google. Uh, Google. We went two for three. I we got we got Sean Kilpatrick and we got Lonnie Baxter, the one that yes. we need a little help from the comment section. Uh, what's Khalidel mean? That's that's pretty. Yes. I'd say two out of three is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that every day of my life. <laughs> I'll take that. That was fun, man. All right. Well, we've got a little time left, and we've got another game lined up, so we will get to file black DM in just a minute. But first, yeah. today's episode brought to you guys by Strava Craft Coffee. I'm drinking it. I'm loving it. It's good for me. You should try it too. It's a game changer that's helped thousands of people improve their overall wellness and quality of life. 
Strava delivers delicious, fresh roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. CBD, which comes from hemp, doesn't make you high or make you hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you feel alert and focused without the jitters that coffee get, normal coffee gives you. Mm-hmm. Live your day more balanced, less anxiety, fewer aches and pains. You know I'm still getting over that pulled hammy from our company <laughs> softball league last week. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep. So you wake up feeling refreshed and your best. And the best part, Strava is all about quality. Everything's small batch, fresh, and shipped straight to your door. Strava also offers concentrated full-spectrum CBD tinctures for those looking for a more traditional (laughs) CBD format uh, with a powerful entourage effect of benefits. And right now, our CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at StravaCraftCoffee.com when you use that promo code CHGO25 at checkout. Mm. And, you know, for an added perk, maybe Big Dave will show up somewhere unexpectedly and whisper the word tinctures in your ear. Very sensual. Ooh, ooh. What do you call that when they get on the mic and they just whisper stuff? What's that called I, again? I don't know. NPR? ASMR. <laughs> ASMR. Thank you very much, sir. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's. I'll do that. Yes, I will. For a small hey. fee, But I'll do it. <laughs> yes. CHO ASMR would be quite a thing. Now, boy, listen. Y'all, you want to talk about views? <laughs> <laughs> so many letters. So many letters. Thanking us. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I want more. Uh, all right, folks. It's time now for Follow Block DM, another one of our favorite games to play. It's basically like F Mary Kill, but with basketball players and social media. Uh, and so this week we're doing a NBA Finals edition. But Big Dave had this fun twist of an idea. Uh, so why don't you, Big Dave, tell the folks what that twist is? So this time, usually we just, you know, take three people at random. and But this time, we wanted to switch it up. We're going to do both teams in the finals. But we're going to take one of the coaches, player, and a super fan. So which one would you follow, block, and DM on each team? And I'm very interested to see how this goes. <laughs> so we'll do two rounds. One for the Celtics, one for the Warriors, right? Pardon is stupid. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yeah, let's do this. All let's right. do this. Uh, yeah. All right. So with the Celtics, that means uh, our pool of three options to follow, block, mm-hmm. and DM are their head coach, Ime Utoka, mm-hmm. their superstar, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. and their superstar celebrity fan, Nia Wong. Nia. The actress, Nia, Nia, come Nia on, man. Damn. Uh, <laughs> uh, to be married to Ime Udoka. Correct. Lucky man. All right, um, let's see. So, follow Block DM. I shall follow Jason. No, no. I'm going to follow Udoka. I'm going to follow Udoka. That's what I'm going to follow. I'm going to follow him because I actually have questions of how he turned this team around. And because he did an incredible job after that Bulls game, which was the game that they said, oh, my God, what the hell is going on with us? And they completely turned everything around, became – Honestly, the best team in basketball after the All-Star break. They were crazy good on both ends of the floor. And I want to know how he did that in one year. It was just really incredible. Um, I'm going to block Jason Tatum because he needs to be focused on the finals right now. 
he shouldn't be out there. He, I need him to be focused, not not be on social media. So I'm gonna need him to get off of that. Solid reason. And and I am definitely DMing Nia Long, and <laughs> that's also one of the reasons why I'm following Udoka to let him know ain't nothing here. You know what I'm saying, bro? I'm not trying to push up. You know what I'm saying? But I would like to know. You know, some of the friends that she's hanging out with, like Tracy Ellis Ross, I'd like to speak to. Is all I'm saying. Like she's she's she got some people I, I'd like to say hello to. Is all I'm saying, man. That's Nia Long. And plus, I want to ask her about Friday as well. And I want to talk to her about Boiler Room with Vin Diesel. That was like his first movie. Like I want to, I want to, I, I got questions. I got where, some questions. Where on that list is asking her about Fresh Prince? Because that's the only thing uh, I know her from. Boom. Yes, you guys about being Lisa on Fresh Prince, and will she make an appearance on Bel Air, the spinoff, the new mm. spinoff uh, series that will be there? But mostly, it will be about talking about Tracy Ellis Ross and other wonderful friends that she has. Hey, I just want to make sure. Did did you catch the ref? You you know why I put, chose that photo, right? That's a still. Yes, from a I know why. Video. I know okay. why. Just just yes, making sure that people, because it's not a great photo. But I was like, that's that, I don't know that, why. What is Matt, that? Matt, when I oh. told you yesterday, Matt, no, that, let me let me just show you. When I told you yesterday, Matt, that she went viral uh, because of when the uh, Boston Celtics beat Miami Heat in Game Seven, and she went viral for you know cheering and being excited. That's uh, the video of her happy and being excited. I Isn't see. she lovely? Yeah. <laughs> yeah Isn't she that. wonderful? Big Dave, I like your your <laughs> reasoning of follow, uh, following Udoka and DMing her, just and also letting him know, like, hey, it's so cool. yeah, like, I'm hey. Not- it, it makes me think of like a few years back. You remember when uh, Jimmy Butler posted in the comments of some photo of Gab Union on Instagram. And she oh was like God. wearing a suit and like dripping and like looking super smoking hot. And Jimmy just, I can't remember what he commented, but it was you know, yes. something that was thirsty. And yes. he was like, never again. No, <laughs> no, sir. Get out of here, Jimmy. <laughs> no, nah, man. I gotta let them know it ain't no games here. I ain't trying to push up or nothing. But she's got friends. Um, uh, Lawrence, have you seen? I'm. I know Joey told me he hasn't seen Friday. Have you seen Friday, sir? I mean, it's it's been so long. But okay, yes, but you've seen. But it. okay, yes. I don't know if Will seen it or not because that was definitely that's, before yeah. his time as well. S- same answer. Same answer. I've seen okay. it. Okay. Now I, that's what I don't really. Yeah, I don't need to rewatch. I don't have the it's, quotes. Out there in my head right now. Oh, I do. I got a million of them yeah. in, in my head. But Nia Long, it's where she became the one for for everyone. It's where she became the one. Well, it's, it's, that it's movie like the, right there. For me, it's the Kanye lyric about I needed a Nia. Thought I needed a Nia Long. Thought right? I needed a couldn't stay at home. Thought I needed a Nia yes. Long. Yes, yeah. touch That's the sky. Right. She's mm-hmm. also in that video. What? With, what with Tracy of, Ellis Ross. <laughs> what level of acceptable is it that I've seen the original Friday, but uh-huh. not next Friday and Friday after next? Like, no, it's acceptable. And and yeah. that's I would be honestly shocked if you told me you saw both of those other Fridays. Original Friday. No, not, no, not the original. Yeah, I'm talking yeah, about the other not, two. I'd be like, I'd yeah, be surprised. Yeah, I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised. But yeah, the first one I think everybody should see. That is a classic movie, honestly. Great movie. It's a classic. Uh, All right, Will, who are you following, blocking, and DMing? All right, similar answer. I'm going to – but I'm going to DM Ime because I want to talk hoops with him. I'm trying to get some X's and O's insights. I'm trying to give the people, you know, some interesting stuff in my articles. I need some help breaking down film. I need to go go to the expert and uh and ask some questions but i don't want to like share all my answers with other media you know i want i want the exclusive <laughs> i'm i'm dming email 
I am blocking Tatum, if only because, like, you know, I can see the highlights on Bleacher Report. I don't need to, like, follow him <laughs> on Instagram, you know? <laughs> and then, as a result, I will follow Nia Long. Uh, I want to see all these these pictures she's posting of Dave with all her celebrity friends. I gotta, I can't miss that. She got friends, bro. I'm following. <laughs> she got friends. I'm following. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, I'm. Uh, yeah, I think I think for the same reason I'm gonna follow. Mm, mm, no, you know what? I'm I'm gonna DM Nia, just okay. just, to say, just to say hey, what's up? What's up? Um, talk about the Fresh Prince. Yeah, of course. Talk. Gotta mm-hmm. ask her some questions about Fresh Prince. Mm-hmm. Um, I will. I'll probably block Tatum. Not that I dislike him. I just don't. You know, don't care. Dave, your your reasoning of uh, him him needing to focus is, is spot on. Although it is funny, like we got the finals going on, and you know he's not in them. But man, you know who's really active on Twitter right now is Kevin Durant. That dude cannot stop replying to stop. people. Can't I don't stop. know what's going on in KD's head, but wow, he like for his own mental health, I think he needs to log off for a while. <laughs> because KD's replies have been just absolutely bonkers for the last few days. Oh. Um, really? Uh, and and following uh, following Udoka because he's a good coach, uh, yeah. and I'm pretty sure, like Will said, he can learn something from him. Yeah, I agree. I agree with all of that. Also, Dave, I think the reason that I right out of the gate said Nia Long mm-hmm. instead of Nia Long is because you and John have been begr- like dragging me along, teaching me about wrestling. Isn't there a female wrestler named Nia something? Yeah, Nia. Yeah. Just- that's yeah. correct. That's why. That's why. That's why Nia came out instead of Nia. See, I'm yes. learning about wrestling, <laughs> but like I, I'm still, man, I still don't know. In space in your head yeah. that you, yeah, yeah. Big Dave, Why are you yeah, talking about Nia Jax? Why? Why is Nia Jax Bro, even on listen, that man, radar? It, it's so much. It's so much I've had to teach, man. It's so much more. <laughs> like it's it's. That's my guy, though. It's exhausting, Dude, but that's my I guy. I think it's because I, I was watching a Royal Rumble with you guys a few years ago, yes. and she came in and just started whooping everybody's ass. And I yes, was like, correct. oh, who's that? She's awesome. Correct. And he was like, he that's was Nia like, Jax. She is huge, and she is monstrous and beating up everybody. Yeah, Nia Jax is something like that. He's right. He's absolutely right. So, yeah, we'll continue that tradition of making Matt watch the Royal Rumble year after year. It's the only one he's, he's allowed to watch that he can sit through. And yeah, so we'll continue that tradition again. You guys are welcome to join in. Do you have a month of your life to dedicate to doing nothing but watching (laughs) wrestling? WrestleMania. Uh, They broke it up into two days just for Matt. They broke it up into two days just for him. Outrageous. A little weird. Uh, All right. right. Part two. Golden State Warriors follow Block DM. We got Steve Kerr. We got Steph Curry. And... Mm -hmm. Someone named E40, <laughs> who Big Dave needs to teach Damn. me all Damn. about. Oh, man. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I know, Lawrence. This is my life, man. This is my <sighs> life. This is my life. This is my life. So, I am following Steph Curry uh, because I just think he's a really intriguing, interesting human being. And he just seems like somebody I like to follow. Like, he'll have some motivational quotes and, you know what I'm saying, some tips on golf or something like that. You know, I don't play. But just tips on stuff like that. And, you know, just the greatest shoot I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, I, I'd follow him for that. Uh, I'd block Steve Kerr, but that's just out of respect because I don't know what else I'd talk to Steve Kerr about, to be real with you. I, I'd hear that discussion. We probably yeah. talk politics and, and all those things and basketball and stuff. And then 
I'll be cool after. And, and of course, you know, the last dance, you know, Mike getting punching him in the face and stuff like that. Yeah, we'd have that discussion. But then I think it'd probably turn into a debate and an argument and stuff like that, you know, about people on the Bulls team. And I don't want to turn into a debate with Steve Kerr. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be debating Steve. I like Steve. But you know, I'm definitely DMing uh, Fonzarelli. And um, that's e- E40, Matt. I- I'm sorry, I keep forgetting Matt's here. That's E40, <laughs> E40 man. I'm definitely listen, Matt. You you think I'm confusing? You should hear E40 actually talk. You should hear him actually speak. He has his own slang that he speaks with, Matt. And and literally, he will confuse the the crap out of you. Like you you'll be like, I just can't wait to see your face if you hear this man speak. Like you, you will be so confused. But hey, yeah. do you see the do you see the chat I've got on screen here? Sprinkle me, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> timer, timer. Yes. B40 is a legend. He's been around Matt since I was a kid. And he he's been around for a very long time and just a Bay Area legend. Yeah, my, favorite part, legend in the my favorite part is his yeah. uh his Twitter, E40 Mogul Entrepreneur. I, that's, I mean, that's what he is. He has his own line of drinks, yeah. he has his own restaurants. And look like who he's there he, with last night. Dude, he oh, is so hanging out with he, Jay-Z. His entrepreneurial spirit is crazy. Like he's always had his own music label his entire time. Uh, put on his family, like his sister was on his label from the beginning. His cousins, and but he's just very entrepreneurial, and in, in all the things that he owns and all the things that he does, man. E forty is a le- there's the drink right there, <laughs> one of the yeah. drinks that he owns. Dude. Yeah, he's legend is all you got. All I got to say about E forty, legend. Yeah. So there you go. Okay, Will. <laughs> I think for the reason that Dave mentioned, I just would not be able to understand what he's saying. If I DM him, <laughs> I'm going to follow E40 because you you need the content. You need the content, but I need to understand the content. So I need to see these pictures <laughs> with Jay. I need to see the court side, the videos of Steph and Draymond on the bench. That's the stuff I want to see. That's the content I need. Um, I'll block Steph because, like I said, you can get the highlights I don't need the highlights from Steph's account. And honestly, I'm not sure what else he's he's really tweeting about. So I'll go ahead and block him. But I got to talk to Steve because there's one thing that I really want to know from him that there's no way he will ever say publicly, which is which dynasty had the better team? Like, what does he truly believe? Because he's on what I mean. both. He's a part of both. <laughs> this is what I, I mean. I don't want to get in this I've, argument. I've always wanted to know what he thinks. I think he's probably – the most equipped to give you an answer about that. That's true. But I, I, I just, I don't want to get in that argument with Steve. I love him too much. And he say the wrong thing and it's going to be a debate. And, and that's what it is. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, I can't believe. <laughs> yeah, I agree with Juniors in the comments who said block Kerr. That's blasphemy pick, Dave. Hey. I am I am DMing Kerr because, mm-hmm. you, you know, you're like, oh, well, I'll, like, I'll leave him alone. No, 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 no. If I have the opportunity to DM Steve Kerr, that's happening, and I am going to bug him until we're friends. And I want, I want a hug. I want to call him Uncle Steve as we develop our relationship, and I want him to tell me every story ever about playing on that Bulls team in the '90s. Preferably on the CSGO Bulls podcast. Preferably so. Yeah, I'm oh, doing man. us a favor too by building this friendship. With with Steve Kerr, so you're welcome. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm blocking Steph because I don't necessarily need to see it. I feel like his feed's probably just a bunch of sponsored content and advertisements anyway. Like 
I don't need to see a subway ad every, you know, every five <laughs> minutes while I'm scrolling Twitter or, or, or CarMax or whatever it is that he's peddling. Um, you know, I, I absolutely respect the hell out of Steph's game and I love watching him play. Don't need to follow him on social media. I will follow E40 so that I can, you know, learn who he is. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that is awesome. That's like, hey, please tell me. Right? That, was such, a, that your... was such an honest answer. I really appreciate that. It's all I you can get, baby. Who he is. I love it. I don't know you. I need to know about you. Let me follow you. That's a great one. That's what Twitter's supposed to be for, right? <laughs> right. Or, you know, according to 90% of the world, just harassing strangers like that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a but no, fire. But sure. this is an opportunity to use Twitter for good and learn about someone who you don't know anything about, who's probably a lot more different than you. Very much so. No fingerprints. World peace. <laughs> follow people. You follow <laughs> art, follow musical artists you don't know on Twitter. That's right. Oh, Matt Twitter would be just littered <laughs> with people if that was the case. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Dave, I'm I'm gonna make you follow like all of my heavy metal bands, all of yeah, my Yeah, but that's the problem. Bands, I would know all, I would know a lot of them. That's the issue. All of my, <laughs> my psychedelic <laughs> funk bands. I would I would be with it. See, you're not hurting me. <laughs> like that's my stuff, man. What do you see my music collection, baby? Like that's my stuff. That's my thing. I'm into that, man. But you doing that, that would be funny. It was like, Lord, I had to explain Maxwell to him. And Matt, yeah. Matt was like, who's this uh, this Max person? Yeah. <laughs> i tell you right now, I never pretend to know about shit or, and or people that I don't know shit about. Yeah. What's, oh, what's the point in that? That's a good That's thing. Don't, guy, just, don't just nod along like me here down in the corner. I'm just like, yeah, yeah I hear yeah, all this stuff. Yeah. Don't do that. Don't nod along. <laughs> don't nod along. Say you don't know something because that's how you learn. That's how yeah. you grow, ladies and gentlemen. If you don't know, you don't know. And that's all right. That's okay. And if you don't know, now, now you, you know. know. Very good, sir. <laughs> Very good. I, I know all of the main people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he had it. He, uh. he, it was, he was done. He was, know, it we, was, we were set. We were on the runway. It was like we landed. Now we're just we waiting for a gate. Like, right. I, know uh, I know all the legends. I know all the legends. You're going to be stuck out here. Uh, the gate is not ready. Uh, it'll just be a couple, a couple more minutes here. Apparently, there's we're another the legend I need to, to learn about. Uh, yes. and, and his name is E40. Wait, let me add one more question. Will, have you met E40 when, when you were out there in the Bay? Did you meet E40? I have not. I have not met E40. I've walked past him because he's always like in the tunnels. He's literally courtside at every single game. Yeah. So he's there. And he, I mean, just everything that you would imagine him to be. He's got like an entourage <laughs> walking around with him. He's just like, he is the man in the Bay. Yeah. So I have not had a chance to speak with him, but he is there. If you ever want to go see E40, go to a Warriors game. You'll see him. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> There it is. That's it. We've reached the end of another epically fun, fun Friday. Thanks for hanging out with us. Hope everybody is uh, on their way to starting a wonderful weekend. The weather is gorgeous outside in Chicago. Hope you guys can get out and enjoy some of that weather. Um, and uh, enjoy traipsing around Brazil this weekend, Will. Uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the winery. We're going to need a full report yes. when we reconvene we'll need a uh, next week. I'm also doing, Matt, you would like this. We're doing a, it's called a churrasco. It's like a big barbecue. And Costco? it's just like what? all of all of the meats. Take me there. It's every single meat. 
All right. Big barbecue. Very, uh, it's like if a big I leave, family. You would love it. If I leave the airport right now, can I make it in time? Yeah, it's like in an hour. So you should be here with plenty of time. All right, cool. <laughs> I'll just, uh, I'll, I'll just call up my friend Steve Kerr and see if he can, you know, get me on some kind of private jet. Get you on, the on the PJ. On the PJ. Yes, sir. In 20 minutes. Uh, you should call E40. He'll have the PJ. <laughs> there you go. Lawrence, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, thanks for letting me. Yeah. I'm glad it was a pleasure, Lawrence. Oh, pleasure, Miss you, man. Miss you. Come, come, come by again soon, okay? For sure. sure, yeah. Yeah, I like this. We'll be here. I mean, like, I, I saw you in the office each of the last three days before today, but still. That's true. No, this, not this is different. This is different. This is this yeah. is being together. This is different. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. make sure you're following Will on Twitter at Won't Gottlieb. Dave's B A W L Sports Bow Sports. Uh, Bulls underscore Peck. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Enjoy your weekends, Bulls Nation. We will be back next week with a fresh dope dose of episodes for you guys. Continuing on with our pre-draft coverage. Until then, see Red be good. <laughs>